Coming up, you'll hear about the new drive-in immersive horror theme park experience in the UK, Camelot Rises. From the Hauntration Network, I'm Philip, and this is an episode from our partner station, ScareTrack, the UK's first podcast dedicated to the scare attraction industry. In the episode, Mikey from ScareTrack interviews the director of an immersive horror event that just opened in the UK. Enjoy. Hello and welcome. ScareTrack. ScareTrack. ScareTrack Podcast. My name is Mikey, and on today's episode, we will be interviewing Russell Feingold, the events director of One Agency Media, the company behind the brand new horror event, Camelot Rises. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you'll definitely know what Camelot Rises is. It's been all over social media. I've been tagged in it a million times, uh, and it's creating such a buzz and a stir, uh, not only in the uh, scare attraction industry, but also the theme park community, and of course, people who love horror films as well. It's a mixture of a drive through uh, scare experience, along with a huge movie experience as well so i know not only that it's using camelot theme park the abandoned theme park in chorley which i'm sure many of you will have fantastic children's memories from so it's really bringing together the horror th- film community the uh, theme park community and of course the uh, scare attraction community as well so we're very very lucky to get russell on from one agency media to talk all about the event so, without any further ado, let's take you to the interview with Russell Feingold, Events Director of One Agency Media, to discuss Camelot Rises. We've been doing this kind of, a, we created this brand called Park and Party, really, yeah. unfortunately, I hate to use covid fashioned our sort of pivot but we um were kind of drumming along businesses changed and then we had this idea of doing driving movies that when sort of lockdowns were lifted a little bit and restrictions were eased and we were one of the first businesses to react to that and when we started to do like i think we did some shows uh, at event city near the traffic center and they just yeah. absolutely went crazy and Unilag got involved loads of and we just went viral on social media and then yeah, we time. kind of became known for creating that experience and doing it really well uh, with really great production. And our MD, Dean McCormack, is just so focused on giving the customers the best journey, um, less about the bottom line and more about the experience. And it's, a, you know, obviously we, we've got cost structures to follow and stuff, but he's just, we're all about giving people the best experience. And we, um, and, and we were really keen to, like, sort of keep that like, going. So we started to look at what else could we do. And it's like nothing sells better than scare. Absolutely. And you, and you guys, must, you, you, got, you, you must have seen this a million times, right? Yeah, oh, all the time, definitely. Anything scary on social media or anything uh, on YouTube, anything that's going to give someone a fright is it's it's going to sell it's going to share it's going to be popular um and that's because people love to be scared don't they really i mean we we had our site uh, and you're right i i I never even knew that i mean my tolerance for scare is probably i can't do anything exorcism wise i can't do anything like i've never seen the shining but I, i could go as far as like a quiet place or I am legend, and then after that, I'm like, mm, not sure about this. But <laughs> there are those people that it's, it can't be scary enough, right? So yeah, we um, yeah. we created um, sort of Scare City, our first location, 
and we did it and it was just phenomenal like people would drive through and we'd have characters that would interact with the cars and get really you know up close and personal and we just found it sold so well then we moved yeah. into christmas um and it, it was great but again obviously we realized that nothing was as big as scare and then we had to move site for various reasons, and you know, and then we were, we we moved to a smaller place. We delivered Scare City last year, and it was great. But then we heard about um, what the amazing the amazing Kingdom of Camelot just sat here, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I think a housing development company had bought it ten years ago with the idea of turning, putting three hundred and some homes on here, and then obviously that like, got rejected. It's just sat stagnant since yeah. then. Uh, and everyone remembers Camelot, right? I mean, I I came here as a kid. I watched the jousting, all that sort of stuff. I'm sure other people did. Yeah. You know, every person's got a memory of Camelot. And it was such a shame because I think it was as theme parks were developing technology and diversifying with audiences, Camelot just didn't. And yeah. it just, yeah. for the age group that they were appealing at, there were too many other options with, with much bigger attractions, with better technology. And I just think it's sort of, it's wrong ended. I think it sort of got of people, left behind, didn't it? Really, I think and it's so sad because you know there was so much talent involved in Camelot. In fact, the jester that used to be at Camelot um, used to live on the site in a caravan, and now he just went on Britain's Got Talent. I think he came second. Two oh, wow. of the other guys that stunt guys were at Camelot are now working in Hollywood on major A list films as wow. stunt doubles and stunt advisors. So the, the cast is has gone out there and done some wonderful things but we came on site to do like the first site visit and mm-hmm. you know when you walk onto a site well you walk onto somewhere you think oh, I, I may as well be stood on the set of the walking dead like i can't tell you we came in like it was a beautiful day in december really sunny brit really cold and we stood there going oh my god how scary is this in the day yeah. And we did, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we drove round and we we're like, "This is actually horrifying." Because all it, there's such an air. It was, I don't know. It's, you know, you've got the castle here. There's the um, area where the jousting happened. Just, you know, some of the attractions obviously aren't here anymore and, and have um, and have fallen by the wayside. But there's a couple of iconic buildings that are still here. And we drove round and we're like, "We have to create a scare type zombie apocalypse experience here, and give people something they've never had before." And, uh, and we literally spent, if you imagine the sleep, it's like when you try and buy a house, we were trying to buy a theme park, all the stress that goes with it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And that can't be an easy feat. I mean, one, it's not just, you know, getting the theme park to um, do, uh, you know, walk rounds or tours or, uh, you know, or for heritage. You're literally, kind, I'm not going to say transforming it, but you're, you're creating a fully, like you said earlier, a fully immersive theatrical event with you know scares and the whole and you have to get around the logistics of people parking up and and driving around i bet it's been an absolute logistical nightmare well i mean as an events person this is like a dream come true because there's so many different facets of this project so we we used to have this experience where you drive in, you do the drive through experience, and it'll be like a walking experience, mm-hmm. and then you'd you, then you'd be able to get food from great food concessions, and then you'd watch a film. But with Camelot, it became clear really quickly that we weren't going to be able to do the sort of walking experience. The site's too big. There are too many um, kind of places you could get lost in. Of course. So yeah. we decided really quickly to create the most scariest immersive driving experience you could ever wish for wow. so um and also it, it it's about um we've kind of created a narrative around 
there's been this zombie uh, apocalypse on the Camelot side. You, uh, the military have taken over. So when you get here, um, it's going to be you're going into a world where as soon as you go past our first checkpoint, anything could happen. Um, and then once you've, if if you survive the Valley of the Death and you get up to where our decontamination area is and you and you and essentially you get into um where our screen is uh, uh and you're in what you might think might be the safe zone i mean you, you're a braver person than i am um, <laughs> but we have created this thing where it's about um giving people everything that they could possibly want for this type of experience right excellent so they've got yeah so i mean if you love horror movies obviously you get to go and see a horror movie if you love scare attractions you're going to get scared as well um i know you've got obviously uh food and drink available as well and toilets on site all those little things that sort of just make up a good night really isn't it so i'm guessing it's just scares on start to finish it, it is i mean like it's 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 like the minute you pull onto the site and we've, we've got this access road that drives you around to where our first military checkpoint is that's that that driving is so eerie in the dark mm. that, that, that you're gonna feel it the minute you get onto the footprint of the site well i mean i suppose you know we 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 wanted to create something where you know that people felt like we're getting more so when you go to a cinema i think last time i went to the cinema was to see james bond i think it was what 15 14 to 15 quid a ticket yeah um you're spending 15 quid plus food on an individual ticket and i just found you know it's a lot of money so when people talk to us about well it's 50 pounds a car but if you put four people in a car you know you're you know it's the same price as going to some but also you're, you're getting this amazing experience and we're doing one of the longest immersive horror drive-throughs that you'll find anywhere we've scoured the country and europe to see if there's anything similar and we're really struggling to find anything and the landscape of of the park really is going to lend itself to just giving someone the most amazing scary journey and something that hopefully people will come back for yeah, absolutely. And you, you mentioned earlier that the place is pretty scary even in the daylight. So never mind what it's going to be like in the evening with your actors and things like that. Well, I'll give you an example. So there's people that like scare and there's people that don't like scare. So I've got this amazing team that work under me who are just brilliant and uh, have helped us get to the point where we are today. And one of my colleagues, I won't name, I won't, I won't name his shame, but when we were doing the filming of our original trailer, um, she went white. We thought she was going to faint. I think it was that she hadn't even started working for us yet. She just came in to sort of kind of meet the team. And I had to get the characters to come out of costume because they, she was that scared. And this was just wow. sat in This was just sat in um, the office. She got really scary. And that was just sat in one of the hotel meeting rooms. So I imagine that um, when our awesome actors are doing their thing down in the Valley of the Death and... And, and meeting our guests in our unique style it will really hopefully take it to a next level yeah definitely 100 percent um and um it's like like you said earlier as well it's not just the uh the scares of the actual the scariness of the actual place you know a, an abandoned theme park you've got your uh, fantastic actors as well uh but then um 
if you manage to survive and get past, you know, the, the safe zone and things like that, you've then got an, an awesome blockbuster movie to watch on. And is it? Do I say it's three of the biggest screens um, in an outdoor cinema as well? So if you put all, if you put our screen together, it's the biggest outdoor screen in Europe. So we've got, wow. uh, and you know, the quality is amazing. So we split it over three to make sure that every single viewing angle in car park, you know, where we park cars, you'll be able to see it. Um, and the safe zone that we created as well is. You know, it's, it's almost in line with that sort of uh, walking dead thing. When you've gone through hell, you've got into a zone and you can relax. There's food, there's, you know, fresh water. There's, you know, there's, there's a bit of a kind of a, a party atmosphere because it's like, right, we've got through everything. And we can only hope that, like, the army that are protecting us, can, you know, can keep everyone safe because you just never know what's going to happen. So um, who knows? Who knows? So you might think you're safe when you're watching the movie, but you might not be as safe as you think. I mean, I just hope that people enjoy um, the whole experience and yeah. survive the whole night. That's all I can say. Definitely, yeah. And you do, is it two movies per night? Thursday and Friday nights, we're showing uh, one movie. And Saturday and Sunday, there's two movies. Um, well, actually, for Valentine's, like Valentine's is like, it's something I used to do as a kid, right? Or like when I was like chasing girls and stuff like that back in yeah, the day. Yeah. But we've uh, created like an anti-Valentine's night where we're actually showing Jennifer's body uh, and we're nice. doing some pretty cool stuff on the Valentine's thing. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, on Monday the 14th, we're showing Jennifer's body. Um, really cool anti-Valentine's night we're putting together. Obviously, we're showing that film on Valentine's, but uh, every Thursday and Friday, we're showing one film and saturday and sunday is two it's two films um and which will be great yeah definitely awesome it sounds great i can't wait to check it out i've got i've had loads of people like i said earlier uh, either messaging me or tagging me on social media to check it out as well and of course uh you guys on social media as well so uh, i think this is a perfect opportunity to sort of uh, wrap this up and uh, let us know on how we can find out more information uh not only about um you know camelot rises but park and party one agency media what are all your socials so people can follow you okay so uh, on instagram you can find us um, at park and party underscore that will have all our sort of listings and everything we're on facebook as well uh, just type in park and party camelot rises you'll be able to search for us as well um yeah and you'll be able to find all the information on there perfect excellent and uh tickets are on sale now as well i'll put the link to the website in the show notes below yeah you can buy tickets through skiddle and fever um and, and you know it's 50 pounds a ticket inclusive of booking fee all the links are on our website some of the films are, are pretty close to being sold out so yeah please move quickly we'd, we'd hate for you to be disappointed yeah absolutely um so there we go uh russell um r- thank you so so much for coming on to scare track i wish you all the best with this event and events moving forwards as as well and uh, i bet you'll be giving hundreds of people a bloody good scare uh, this february well i hope so and i hope you're one of them so you're welcome and i'm looking forward to seeing some of your uh, kind of side kind of subscribers so yeah thanks so much for your time no thanks so much russell thanks a lot buddy also alongside their park and party socials they have a brand new twitter account solely for camelot rises so make sure you head over to your twitter account and give them a follow it's at camelot rises underscore and of course i'll put all the links in the show notes below as well unlocked vision proud sponsors of the scare track podcast uve are a multi-award winning themed attraction and design company providing bespoke themed attractions theming events and experiences 
Contact UVE today by visiting unlockedvision.com. Now, let's return back to the show. And remember, let's get scared. So there we go, folks. First of all, a huge thank you to Russell Feingold, events director of One Agency Media, for coming on to the Scare Trap podcast, taking time out of his extremely busy schedule at the moment uh, just putting the finishing touches on Camelot Rises so yeah huge thank you to Russell um, and I'm really excited about this event uh, one it's an out of season scare event so perfect for people uh, like us and two it's using Camelot theme park that's incredible to use uh, an abandoned theme park a piece of um, British theme park history uh, to bring a, a fantastic event like this is very very exciting so yeah once again a huge thank you to Russell and wishing the one agency media uh, team a lot of luck with this brand new horror event are you guys going to Camelot Rises? If you are, please let us know. Um, be sure to send us a uh, message over on our social media pages. Of course, as always, we are on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat and Facebook. Just send us a, a quick message and tell us what you thought of the event. We're hoping to get there, fingers crossed, for the press night. But if not, I'm sure we'll be there for another night in the run. And that's what's exciting. You can choose what film you want to go and watch. I mean, in the first week alone, they've got The Crazies, A Quiet Place, The hills have eyes the a quiet place too they have some really cool films on uh, throughout the run um which is going on for a whole month so um make sure you get over there experience the scare experience of um the uh post-apocalyptic world the zombie experience and then of course chill out with the huge movie screens in the drive through cinema section so yeah get your tickets they are going quick guys so get your tickets now i've put a link in the show notes below so you can grab your tickets for the night that you choose to visit your favorite scary horror film along with uh, an awesome scare experience within the abandoned theme park that brings us almost to the end of this episode. A huge thank you for listening as always. And I can only apologise that we've been a little bit quiet uh, for January. But everyone is. There's not a lot going on in January, is there? We had a huge, huge Halloween season. The biggest yet here at ScareTrack, which was absolutely awesome. And then, of course, a few Christmas scares as well. Along with the Clamshell Awards, we were nominated in three different categories. So, a huge thank you for that as well. It really does mean a lot. But now, it's on to the future. 2022 holds a lot for ScareTrack and, of course, our sister podcast, Coaster Track as well. In just a few weeks' Time, we'll be going to Blackpool Pleasure Beach opening weekend, which we all know as theme park enthusiasts that it's a great day, uh, a great weekend to catch up with friends and uh, to have a little bit of a messy weekend. It's a very messy one, that, but it's always lots of fun. Uh, and then we've got lots of scares coming up throughout the year as well. Um, we are going to, fingers crossed, back to Traumatica this October, and we'll be going to all our usual places that we know and love uh, this October season, uh, October Halloween season as well. But we're going to find as many things throughout the year to uh, go and check out and get a nice big scare from our first scare attraction will of course as usual be uh passage del terror 
at Blackpool Pleasure Beach on opening weekend as well. Open for its 23rd season now, I think. 23 season, maybe 24th. Um, the longest running scare attraction in the UK. So I'm very excited to check that out, along with lots of other scares throughout the season and theme parks as well. We're going to be doing lots more coaster track content this season. We're going to Plopsaland. We're going to Energylandia. We're going to Europa Park. Um, we're going to all the UK parks as well. So lots coming up here on both scare track and coaster track we just wanted to give a quick shout out to our friends across the pond as well the haunted attractions network um they are a team that uh philip he hasn't stopped in january he is still extremely extremely busy doing lots of features whether it be podcasts videos written features make sure you go and check them out i've put the link in the show notes below for the haunted attractions network as well over in the states uh because they just give you everything you need haunted attraction related they really do so that brings us to the end of this episode once again a huge huge thank you for listening make sure you get your tickets for camelot rises before they sell out and we'll see you on the next episode of scare track let's get scared This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.